Hi, welcome to this new series of conversations that I want to have, and they'll be of varying lengths, and hopefully over time uh, will involve other people to give their insights. But I'm calling this series Mental Health and the Church. And the reason I'm doing this is I have been serving as a pastor for uh, almost 25 years now, uh, actually right, uh, exactly 25 years, I guess now. And it's been my observation that churches, I don't want to say most, but a lot of churches do not handle mental illness and mental health very well. Not only do I say this as a pastor of a church, but I also say this as somebody who has struggled and is struggling with mental health. Uh, I had, uh, about 10 years ago, uh, entered into what was diagnosed as severe depression and something that I still need to wrestle with and battle on a daily basis. And I can look back at the ways that people have responded to that because I, I determined I didn't want to keep it a secret or hide it. I wanted to be upfront about it. People don't know how to react, not only with a pastor, but just with people in general, because we are very prone uh, as people in churches to want to give the quick fix spiritual answers to everything. And that could be, well, just pray more or read your Bible more or have more faith or you know, look, look at the bright side or just think about all God has done for you. And all these things are well-intentioned, but it doesn't get to the fact that because it's mental illness, saying those things is the same as telling somebody with allergies, you know, just you know, have more faith, uh, read the Bible more, and your allergies will go away. Uh, it's not that easy. Uh, and we don't know how to handle that. And so through these series of conversations, I hope to do some little part of just raising the awareness of mental health as it relates to the church. Um, and I do this for two different audiences. The first audience is for people who aren't dealing with mental health issues, but you're a part of a church. And I want you to be aware that there are more than likely people in your church who are struggling with mental health issues, who are afraid to talk about it because of the stigma behind it. And you can become an advocate for them and potentially save their lives. On the other hand, I'm also addressing this to those of you who may be in a church and you are battling a mental health issue. And I want you to know that you are not alone, that there are others out there, myself included, and you don't need to be ashamed that this isn't something defective about you. This is something that a lot of people deal with and people who pray and read their Bibles and love Jesus still battle with mental health issues. So I don't want to get into all the psychology <clears throat> behind mental health and what causes it. Uh, maybe we'll explore that at some point. But I just want to raise the dialogue and bring it to the forefront so that others who are battling mental health no longer feel like they have to live in silence or be ashamed of what they're going through. Uh, church should be a safe place for you if you're battling mental health. And as people who follow Jesus, we should be a safe place uh, to love, uh, to support those who are battling mental illness. Uh, I just want to share a couple quick things to give you an idea of how prevalent this is and how prevalent it very well may be in your church. 
2017, it's reported that 46.6 million Americans struggled with some mental health issue. 46.6 million people, that's uh, specifically 17.3 million people dealt with depression, which is about 7% of all adults. So if we take those statistics and just kind of distribute them out, you can assume that however big your church is, that at least possibly 7% of the people in your church may be battling depression to one degree or another. And even a higher percentage than that are probably dealing with some kind of mental illness. Uh, depression in particular, 25% of teenage girls battle depression. So if you think about your church's youth group, 25% of them could very well be battling depression or other mental health issues. So this is something that's very prevalent in our society, and it's increasing. And as a church, we need to recognize that people who are suffering with this are in our churches, and they need our love and support, not our judgment, not our condemnation, and not our petty Sunday school answers. Uh, they need real love and real grace and real safety to talk openly about their struggles. The suicide rate in America per 100,000 people is 16%, uh, which is an increase over the past couple of years. In 2018, there were over 48,000 recorded suicide attempts, or successful suicides. Uh, I don't know how many attempts there were, but 48,000 recorded suicide deaths in 2018. Uh, the... 14th most common prescription medication in America is Zoloft, uh, which is prescribed to 38 million Americans. Uh, another one of the top prescription is, bu I can never say it, bupropion, uh, which is given to 25 million Americans, one of the medications that I take. So, again, all of this to say that mental health and depression are very prevalent and there's a really good chance somebody in your church is battling it. And as much as you might mean well, saying to them that they need to pray more or read their Bible more or have more faith or whatever answer you want to give isn't going to make it go away. It's not that simple. Uh, just like a cold or the flu or allergies, it's something in the body. It's not just, you know, you... you you think, oh, flowers, I'm going to sneeze around flowers. It's something in your body. Mental illness, depression, yes, it can just be uh, emotional, but there can also be a, a physical component uh, with the brain chemistry and signals in the brain. Uh, so again, this is a much bigger issue than simply, well, they're just not praying enough. Uh, they might be praying a lot, but they still wake up with very dark thoughts. So I, I don't mean for this to sound depressing or discouraging, and we're going to get into this more. So this is kind of maybe an extended trailer uh, for what I want this series to be, but an opportunity for us as people of faith to gracefully and compassionately recognize that people in our own churches are suffering in silence. And it's a shame because we have the stigma that mental health, uh, there's, it's something wrong with you. You've chosen this path. 
And I want us to change that narrative and have an open dialogue about what it means to be in a church battling mental health issues, battling depression, and having people that you don't trust, having people that uh, you've opened up to, but now they treat you differently, or uh, they now think that you're backsliding in your faith. Uh, so these are the kind of issues that I want us to come to grips with and wrestle with and discuss here in this platform. And I want to invite you, uh, if you feel comfortable doing so, to maybe share your experiences or thoughts in the comments. Again, one of the things I want to do with this is to help communicate to those battling mental health issues that you are not alone. There are many, many others just like you going to churches, suffering in silence. And I want that silence to be able to stop. And if this can be a platform for that, I would love that. So anyway, I hope you can join me on this journey as we talk about what it's like to live and be a part of a church as you battle mental health issues and what the church can do for those who are in their midst dealing with mental health. So thank you so much for joining. I look forward to this journey together. Have a great day. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.